Coming up on today's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, day one of the 2023 NFL Draft is in the books. The Raiders have a new big-time talent for the trenches in Texas Tech edge rusher Tyree Wilson. You'll hear from him following the selection as I caught up with him, plus my thoughts on the pick and... What's next? There's still plenty of really good players left in the green room. The Raiders could easily target early on day two. It's all coming up on Friday's edition of the Locked On Raiders podcast, April 28th, 2023. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Just Raiders. Win. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, Just win. your team Just every win. day. Just win. You're win as a Raider. Pillaging just for fun. With the seventh pick in the 2023 NFL Draft, the Las Vegas Raiders select Tyree Wilson, defensive end, Texas Tech. And with Tyree Wilson going, he is this year's Trayvon Walker, DJ, because this is the traits aspect of it. Will Anderson's production doubled it in terms of sacks. Look at his comp on the bottom of the screen. It was Chandler Jones, who now is going to be his teammate. When you have 35 and 5 8 inch arms, that suit we just saw was not off the rack. I can promise you that. This guy uses that length. He attacks blocks. He plays aggressive. He wants to be always moving forward. He's going to be able to close the backside with his speed. You see the power, speed to power. And again, those long arms of his, he gets into the chest of a tackle and it's over. Again, watch him just collapse that inside long arm. He did not see a lot of great offensive tackles on his schedule this year. That's going to be an adjustment for him. But this dude has a lot in his body. He's got tremendous upside. Hey, welcome here, Raider Nation, to another edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast. Thank you so much for making the show your first listen of the day. Make sure you subscribe or follow for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts to get the latest edition of the show as soon as it's available. And if you're checking us out on YouTube, that's because, well, you know my guy Ari is always holding us down. We definitely appreciate him. And uh, we do appreciate you as well for checking us out on YouTube for a minute, 30 minutes, whatever the case may be, or wherever you get your podcast, just giving us a listen. We definitely appreciate that. But if you're checking out uh, Ari, make sure you check him out on Twitter at Ari Produces. Today's edition of the Lockdown Raiders podcast is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM. And it's something that we've been basically playing here on the podcast for months now, right? And finally, it's starting to come to fruition as far as the NFL draft since round one is now officially in the books. But uh, this is a game that you definitely want to be a part of. Download ultimate-gm.com. Look it up in the app store all listeners of the lockdown raiders podcast will get 100 free boost to their franchise if they use the promo code locked on again it's in all caps and it's in the game store we'll tell you a lot more about them later on in the show but it is official like a referee's whistle the raiders had their first pick in the 2023 nfl draft it is in the books and it was edge rusher tyrese wilson out of texas tech and i'll tell you this raider nation uh, as i'm sitting in the green room and i'm or not the green room but the media room and i'm actually still sitting in the media room right now uh, late on thursday night following the draft uh, recording this podcast right now you know it's getting closer and closer to pick number seven and i'm not gonna lie man i started getting really nervous because we just don't know how Dave Ziegler, how Josh, uh, you know, Josh McDaniels, Champ Kelly, how they navigate through the first round because we didn't see it last year. So I started to get a little bit nervous. Uh, I had some buddies around me talking about, oh, man, Q, Will Levis is there. Will Levis is there. They're going to go and get Will Levis. And I kept thinking, they're not going to get Will Levis, are they? They're not going to do it. And they didn't. And ultimately, he didn't even go in the first round at all. But when they made the move for uh, Tyree Wilson, I was like, you know what? I know I've had this gut feeling that this this organization is going to be headed in the right direction, and, and Dave Ziegler's got a good idea of what he's trying to do. Is he's trying to build that team, and that selection of Tyree Wilson made me just you know kind of solidified the feelings that I already had, and just it really felt good. And look, 
it's early. It's only one pick. Tyree Wilson's got to go in there, put in the work, and prove that they were right in selecting number seven overall. But, man, it felt good to, to actually feel like the, the, the powers that be, the, the ones that were pulling the trigger and making the calls, uh, were doing it with a level head, and they knew what they were doing. I got to give Dave Ziegler a lot of credit. There was a lot of smoke uh, going around swirling. Uh, but before the draft happened on Thursday, there was a lot of conversation about could the Raiders be trading up to number two to go see, get C.J. Stroud. Uh, the Texans don't want him, and then we all end up seeing what happened. Uh, they ran that pick up there quick, fast, and in a hurry. Didn't give anyone an opportunity to go and make a trade for him. And then they went and made another move by trading to number three with the Arizona Cardinals and going and getting Will Anderson. So Arizona, they you know put their big boy pants on 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 Thursday and really handled their business. But uh, man, just just happy that that uh, the Raiders were able to stay pat at number seven. They didn't give up any draft capital and they still got a heck of a player in Tyree Wilson, which is something that we talked about on the podcast, on the radio show, uh, on you know, all kind of chat rooms, you know, on Twitter, whatever the case may be. Whoever would listen, right? We've talked about they could just sit there, stay at number seven, and still get a heck of a player, particularly on the defensive side of things. And I believe that they did in Tyree Wilson. Of course, you're always going to have your naysayers that uh, it didn't matter who the Raiders picked on Thursday. Uh, somebody was going to be angry. Someone was going to be upset. I saw people talking about, oh, it's nothing but Cleve Farrell. I don't believe that. I think it's a really good pick. I'm excited about the pick. I was able to talk to him on Wednesday, talk to his head coach, Joey McGuire, last week uh, and, and know what he's able to bring to the table. And again, he's a guy that a lot of folks believe could have possibly gone as high as number two, ends up going number seven to the silver and black. And uh, as he told me on Wednesday, he's been a Raider now his whole life, right? A Raider in high school, a Red Raider in college, and now he's a member of the Silver and Black, a Las Vegas Raider. But just a little, few little notes on Tyree Wilson from last season at Texas Tech. 61 total tackles, 36 solo. He had 14 uh, for loss, seven sacks. Uh, he only played in 10 games. He missed the final two regular season games with a foot injury, had surgery, and he said after he was selected that he should be good to go by training camp. So, of course, he's got to continue to do the rehab, uh, get into training camp and do what he's got to do. But, man, you look at Max Crosby, you look at Chandler Jones, and you look at Tyree Wilson and realize that, yeah, Tyree Wilson is an edge rusher, but Tyree Wilson is very versatile. He could play up and down the line of scrimmage. So, yeah, he could play on the outside. He could play on the inside. So there could be a package where you have Chandler Jones, Tyree Wilson, Max Crosby all on the field at the same time. Right, And we know what the Raiders did a season ago where they gave up so many leads when they had them, and they gave up so many leads and then ultimately ended up losing by one scores. Right, I mean, it happens so many times, and all we've been hearing all offseason is that they better go out there and address the, the defense, and, well, Dave Ziegler was listening because that's exactly what they did, going out and getting Tyree Wilson, the edge rusher from Texas Tech. Now, they did not uh, trade back up into the back end of round number one, but I'll tell you what, I was sitting at the edge of my seat thinking there's a possibility that they could do that, uh, but they didn't have to, right? There's some really good players still left on the board. There's some really good players still left in the green room here in Kansas City. We'll talk about that coming up in, what, segment number three of the show, but but uh, Tyree Wilson, man, I think that's a really good start. Uh, people's talked about build it through the trenches. Q, don't go out and get a corner first. Well, how many people called in the podcast? Don't go get a corner. You got to build the trenches. Cool. The Raiders listen. They got the. They built the trenches. And like I said, so many times through this whole process leading up to the first round selection, I kept saying, look. I don't care where they go as long as they go and get a guy who could be a potential difference maker or is a difference maker, and he is. Uh, Tyree Wilson is that guy, right? I mean, he's a guy that uh, has a motor that doesn't stop. That sounds just like Max Crosby. He's got an incredible wingspan just like Max Crosby. I mean, those two guys, man, you let them put their arms out. Just see how far uh, that is. You want to talk about a huge gate, right? 
I mean, this dude, he, he, uh, he would grab guys and throw them down in college, right, just because he had that long wingspan similar to Max Crosby. And I'm not saying he's going to go in there and perform just like him immediately, but you know Chandler Jones is getting a little older in the tooth. So at some point he could probably be the edge across from Max Crosby. But I think that there's going to be some real good packages that Patrick Graham's going to be able to do now and employ, right? Again, like three, those three guys on the field at the same time. Even sometimes being able to give Max Crosby a little bit of break and, and let Tyree Wilson go in there. Uh, I think it's a really good start to the draft. Again, it's only one pick. They still have 11 more. 11 more. I mean, how exciting is that? I mean, me, being here in Kansas City and just knowing that, like I said, I feel like that the, the, the not the pressure is off, but the fact that uh, you got some really good guys in place making the picks, it just... It feels really good. As I was walking to the interview room after the pick was made, there was a bunch of people I know in the media that kept talking to me and asking me, like, well, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, we think that that was a really good pick. I couldn't tell you how many people were texting me talking about, man, that was a great pick for the Raiders. And so many of them said, it's rare. I don't really say that that often. And, and they weren't trying to, you know, be funny and, and goof on me. It was just the fact that it's the truth, right? I mean, how many times, Raider Nation, have we, uh, you know, left the first round of the of, of the NFL draft uh, talking as a fan base saying, what was that? Or, you know, or who was that, right? I mean, we, we have done that as, as fans and as media so many times, and it feels like, again, it was only one pick, and they still have 11 to go, and they've got to go prove it on the field. Just because it sounds good, looks good, uh, you know, and, and whatever, doesn't mean it's going to be good. It's got to go be proven on the field, but... Again, it just kind of feels like it's a good start to what could be a very promising draft if they were able to hit on more more picks than not, right? Of course, nobody's going to hit on all of them. I still stand uh, with my, my uh, initial opinion that they're not going to use all 12 selections. They're going to be able to package a few and be very selective, and we'll talk about that more coming up in segment number three when uh, I talk, start talking about some of the, the top-rated players that were still on the board and, and you know what that means for where the Raiders pick next and if they'll have to trade up to go get a guy or if uh, uh, you know a guy just falls into their lap and they can stay right there. So uh, again, I think really good start to the to the draft for the silver and black, and for Dave Ziegler, his first first round pick in his uh, time as GM, and so uh, excited about that. I wasn't obviously I'm in Kansas City, so I wasn't at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. Uh, Dave Ziegler and Champ Kelly both talked to the media following uh, the conclusion of the draft, and they'll do that again tonight, and then they'll do it on Saturday following the conclusion of the whole draft. And I'll be back in uh, in Henderson by then, so I won't be able to catch up with Dave Ziegler or Champ Kelly before. Uh, the draft is over, but I will on Saturday. And, of course, bring that to you on Monday's show here on the Locked On Raiders podcast. But for me, man, thumbs up. Double thumbs up. Tyree Wilson, edge out of Texas Tech. I, I promise you it's the first time. And I've been doing videos of my reaction. I've been doing, uh, you know, uh, audio cuts of my reaction for years on top of years on top of years. And this is the first year that once the first round was done or the pick was made by the silver and black, I didn't have that that weird, bizarre, like, what the hell feeling. More like, okay, I see that. That's a good one. I don't have to sell myself on that was a good pick. I think that's the biggest key. I don't have to sell myself on, okay, I see what they're doing. Uh, no, I know. I, I've been talking about Tyree Wilson. A lot of us have been talking about Tyree Wilson for quite a while. So there was no sold, sell job needed to be done when it came to him. When the pick came in, I was like, done. <laughs> done deal. That's awesome. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's all good by me. I think that that was a very good selection by the silver and black. So that's what I got for you for segment number one of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Just kind of briefly talking about the player that was selected in the first round. But how about hearing from the player that was selected in the first round? And Tyree Wilson, I caught up with him following his selection uh, here in Kansas City. You'll hear from uh, you'll hear that conversation. Plus, head coach Joey McGuire, I had him on my radio show last week. Just want to 
replay a little piece from Joey when he's talking about uh, who Tyree Wilson is as a as a player. As a lot of people aren't familiar with Tyree Wilson, they didn't cover the Big Twelve or watch Big Twelve football like I did, so they aren't, weren't as familiar with him as I am. But uh, yeah, that that'll help you get caught up on who Tyree Wilson is. And then also, I did an interview on the Locked On Podcast Network with Jordan Black, uh, and she was asking me all things about Tyree Wilson and how Raider Nation is feeling about that pick. So you hear that conversation here. Head coach Joey McGuire on Tyree Wilson, myself and Tyree Wilson one-on-one, and then Jordan Black and myself talking all things Tyree Wilson and what's next for the Silver and Black. That's all coming up in segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast, and we'll get to that right after I tell you about the title sponsor, Ultimate Football GM. And I told you at the top that this episode is brought to you by the Ultimate Football GM, and it's the game that we've been playing the whole offseason. I mean, you're picking the coaches, you're picking the players, you're navigating your your team through seasons, you're trying to win a championship, right? But you're making all the calls, and this is, is about as rea- realistic as it gets. You can play it offline, so you can play it at any time. It's free. Uh, it's a lot of fun. And again, it's all on you. It's basically like you're sitting in the seat of GM Dave Ziegler. And again, we talked about it quite a bit. Any decision that's made is all up to you. And right now, all listeners of the Locked On Raiders podcast can get 100% free boost to their franchise when they use that promo code Locked On. It's all caps, and it's in the game store. Again, it's Locked On, and it's all caps in the game store. If you want to download the game, ultimate-gm.com, or look it up on the app store. Again, ultimate-gm.com, or check it out on the app store and get your dynasty started today. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, Raider Nation, here we go. Segment number two of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. want you to get a little bit more familiar with who Tyree Wilson is, the edge rusher out of Texas Tech, then the first pick in the 2023 NFL draft for the Silver and Black, number seven overall. Uh, I'm excited about the addition to the defense. I think Patrick Graham is getting a very versatile guy that can help all up and down the line of scrimmage and help out get after the quarterback, get after Patrick Mahomes, get after Justin Herbert, get after Russell Wilson, something that the Raiders obviously did not do enough of and haven't done enough of uh, in some years, and it's going to give a big help to uh, Max Crosby. And of course, they're not done, but that was the first pick, and I think it was a really good pick. So last week, I had uh, Texas Tech head coach Joey McGuire on the show, and I just wanted to get a little bit more background and give Raider Nation a little bit more background on who Tyree Wilson is. And it's funny, uh, the the SID for Texas Tech is here in Kansas City, as is Coach McGuire as well. They were here uh, accompanying Tyree Wilson, and so they wanted to be here to see him get selected. So right after he was picked by the Raiders, the SID sent me a text and said, wow, great call since uh, since I had reached out to them to get Joey on the show last week just to give a little bit of bi- background on Tyree. He said, man, that was a really good call. We appreciate you giving a little bit of love to the program. And I was like, hey, no problem. I just saw a heck of a player. And he's like, yeah, uh, you're going to love him. Raider Nation's going to love him. Uh, he's going to be a heck of a player. He's not the most vocal guy. You know, he's not going to be a guy that's going to give you some big, long, detailed answers. So when I interview him, it's only a couple minutes, but that's okay. That's fine. You know, he's going he's gonna to get it done on the field, which is all that ultimately matters. But, uh, yeah, it was funny. He, he texted me as soon as the pick came in and said, man, that was a really good call by you. But just here's a couple minutes from head coach Joey McGuire when he was on my radio show talking about who Tyree Wilson is and just gave a real quick story. And I, I love this story. So here's head coach Joey McGuire. What makes Tyree different is you don't see a lot of 6'6", 270-plus-pound guys chase the ball away from them and throw his body to make tackles the way he does. Most long guys, whenever it's going away from them, they really reach, you know, and they won't throw their body. Um, Tyree, if you look at the film, it's crazy the way he plays, the motor, and how many tackles for losses 
he had this last year when the ball was actually going away from him and he threw his body to get the ball down. I tell every scout this story. I've talked to, you know, GMs. Um, this this should tell you everything you want to know of drafting Tyree Wilson. We're playing TCU. It's a really good game through uh, three quarters and then that first couple of minutes of the fourth quarter. We actually had the lead in the fourth quarter. And um, it's late in the fourth quarter. They're going to win the game. The game's over. And so we pull – you know, our old guys out, and we're putting in a bunch of young guys, and they're driving the ball. And uh, I call a timeout. You know, it's like third down. They're fixed to score. They're, like, inside the 10, and I call a timeout. And I'm going to try to rally the young guys and say, look, guys, let's let's finish this thing off. And Tyree Wilson, before I could say anything, puts his hand on my shoulder, and he says, Coach, I got this. And he told our uh Defensive tackle, Jay Boog, he told Krishan Merriweather, he said, guys, we're going back in. I said, Tyree, there's no reason for you to go back in because, Coach, they're not scoring. So whenever your best player, who's going to be a number one draft pick, is in meaningless points of the game, and he puts himself back in, and, oh, by the way, we stopped him on fourth down and went down and scored to end the game, still going to lose the game. But whenever he pulls himself out, and these days you have everybody else that, you know, rolls an ankle or – or, you know, barely tweaks an ankle and they can't play in the game, but this guy's pulling guys out to finish the game, it tells you everything you need to know about what kind of kid he is and how you, why you want him on your team. So there you go right there. I think that was a cool little two-minute. I mean, we had him on the show for about 20 minutes, maybe even 25 minutes, but that was a nice little two-minute kind of summary of who Tyree Wilson is. So following the draft, uh, of course, I'm the, uh, I'm the local media guy that is here for, uh, you know, for the silver and black, and uh, everyone else stayed back in, uh, in Henderson, which is fine. But uh, having the radio station here, uh, I definitely came down and uh, was able to catch up with Tyree Wilson following his selection. He had to go through kind of what the little car wash is, Sirius XM Radio. Uh, the Raiders had some social media stuff they had to do. They do the little trading card stuff. I mean, it's a big to-do. I mean, I'm sure that these draft, uh, these draft guys are so exhausted by the end of the night uh, after getting selected, going through emotions of that, and then going through every little stop along the way that they had to. But I was able to catch up with Tyree for a couple minutes, and it's funny. It's following the conversation I had with him on Wednesday where I had talked about him potentially being a Raider, and he said, hey, you know, I was a Red Raider. I was a Raider in high school, a Red Raider in college, and could potentially be a Las Vegas. Vegas Raider, and we thought it was pretty funny. And so, as soon as he saw me and knew that I was about to interview him again, we both started laughing because he knew. Well, we had just talked about that. So here's this quick conversation I had on uh, on Thursday following the draft with Tyree Wilson. We're here in Kansas City at the draft with new Las Vegas Raider Tyree Wilson. And Tyree, we talked yesterday, and you talked about being a Raider in high school, a Red Raider in college, and a potential Las Vegas Raider. Now here you are. How's it feel? It feels great. You know. You know, I, like I told you, I, I could see myself playing here, and now I'm here, and I'm, I'm excited. I'm ready to go to work. You talked about Max Crosby. You talked about Chandler Jones. Has it gone through your mind what it could look like, a three-headed monster, a two-headed monster, you coming off one edge, Max off the other edge? Have you thought about it yet? No, I have not. You know, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just excited to get there and, you know, learn from them and, you know, help, help wherever I can. So when you're sitting there in the green room and the phone rings and it's a 702 number, what's going through your mind? Uh, well, I knew I knew it was Vegas and I was excited, you know, that I was going to be a Raider, you know, go to some great coaches that actually, you know, care about the players and, you know, a great organization. And I want to be in, a, in silver and black. How much did you have interaction with the Raiders leading up to the draft? Did you kind of have an idea that you were on their radar? Or what was the thoughts? You know, I had a formal interview and then I, I met with them back at the 
back at the uh, Senior Bowl, and then you know I had a top 30 visit uh, not too long ago, and so you know it was just it's just them making the right pick, and I'm glad I was the right fit for them. So we know about your motor. We know about the the intangibles that you have, what you bring to the table. What do we not know about Tyree Wilson? <laughs> that is a lot more. It's a lot more in the tank from you know for me, and I'm bring a lot more, you know, to to Las Vegas. What do you want to tell the Raider fan base that's excited to see you in the silver and black? I'm excited to be be a part of you know the Raider Nation, and I'm excited to get there and, and let's go to work. Let's go get a Super Bowl. How much have you spent? How much time have you spent in Vegas? Uh, I've been there for the visit, and I went <laughs> one time for the Pro Bowl. <laughs> what did you think about it? Uh, it's wild, but you know I'm there for business, business only. Nice, nice. So what was the what was the embrace and, and, and messages with the family like when it became official that you're a Raider? It was just a lot of tears. Really, it was not much words. It was just you know a lot of hugs and a lot of tears. I'll get to chop it up with them when I get back. Well, congratulations, my man. Get, get ready to get to work, and I know Raider Nation is going to happy to embrace you. All right, thank you. So there you go. Tyree Wilson, again, he's not going to be a guy that's going to give you five, six, seven-minute uh, long you know, interviews or whatever like that when it comes to, you know, answering some questions. And I'm not going to sit there and pepper him with a bunch of questions. It's just cool to catch up with them. And, you know, now I'm very familiar with them after, after catching up with them on Wednesday and then catching up with them on Thursday. He's going to get tired of seeing me. He's like, man, this guy's always around. But, uh, again, man, I'm, I'm just pumped up for the, the selection and think that Raider Nation is going to be really happy about the selection as well. So uh, before it was all said and done, uh, Jordan Black from the Locked On uh, Podcast Network, she caught up with me, and, and we're doing a really cool thing on a, a Locked On Podcast Network, just going through and uh, basically interviewing every host about their the, their team selections. So, uh, yeah, just jumped on a nice little Zoom, and uh, she, you know, question question and answered me, you know, Q&A'd with me uh, for a couple minutes. And it was funny because I actually talked to her right before I went to talk to Tyree Wilson and the Raiders came looking for me like, hey, uh, you, you know, you, you're going to miss your chance if you don't if you don't come on. And so you'll hear it at the end where you could tell that, uh, OK, I got to go. But uh, here was a fun little conversation with Jordan Black from the Locked On uh, Podcast Network. All right, Q, let's get into it. You are joining us from Kansas City, from all of the action. Take us inside. Take us into the reaction when the Raiders drafted Tyree Wilson. How was everyone feeling? How is the Raiders organization reacting to this news? Well, I'll tell you right now, for me personally, it was a sigh of relief. There's been way too many first round draft picks that the Raiders have selected that have given me that. What? Who? Why? You know, it gave me those moments, and this moment did not. You know, when Tyree Wilson was announced, it was something that was um, needed. The Raiders need uh, as much defensive help as possible, so I knew Tyree Wilson was a guy that uh, would be a big upgrade to their defense, but didn't think he was going to be available at 7. So when the opportunity was there for the Raiders to get him, I thought it was just a great pick. You, you combine him with Max Crosby, Chandler Jones, and all of a sudden now you have a good defensive line that can get after the likes of Patrick Mahomes and Justin Herbert. So uh, for that, that was, that was really good, and I think that you know, just by the reaction of a lot of people here in the media room and at the draft itself about, wow, that was a really good pick from the Raiders. And I know on, you know, the television broadcast, I believe they gave out their first A and that was a, a Raiders, uh, you know, for the Raiders. And again, it's just for the first round picks in the silver and black, they haven't gone very well over the years. I mean, the last five or six first round picks, I mean, only one of them still on the team and that's Josh Jacobs and he's on the franchise tag. So, you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's good to see a pick that makes a lot of sense. Now, of course, Tyree Wilson's got to go put in the work and, uh, you know, and, and, and show why he was a first round pick. But right now on draft night, I think it was a really good pick for the Raiders. Raiders allowed the seventh most points per game last year. So how important is it to add a guy like this 
to that defense, a defense that, as you said, includes these young um, edge rushers like those two guys you mentioned before. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, the, the they just don't get after the quarterback enough, right? I mean, the defense, just as you mentioned, gave up way too many points. They were in way too many one-score uh, losses a season ago as they only won six games, and they lost so many by one score because they just couldn't stop the other team from scoring. They couldn't get to the quarterback, and Max Crosby did his best with 12 and a half sacks, but after that, it was... What, Chandler Jones with four and a half? I mean, it's just not enough, right? And then you look at the team that represented the Super Bowl for the NFC and the Eagles, who had 70 sacks as a team. So I'm not saying that all of a sudden Tyree Wilson is going to turn, you know, the Raiders into a 70-sack team, but at least he'll be able to provide more pressure on the quarterback. And he could play multiple positions. He could be on the edge or he can kick inside. So if you can kick him inside and you have Max, you have uh, Tyree, and you have Chandler Jones all getting after the quarterback, now you got a three-headed monster. So it just makes it that much more difficult. It makes the corner's job easier as well. Now they don't have to try to cover a wide receiver as long. So again, I mean, the really good teams, they build it from the inside out. And this is what the, the, the Raiders did. Dave Ziegler with his first opportunity to have a first-round draft pick since he's been the GM of the Raiders. Looks like he, uh, he hit a home run with Tyree Wilson. Really good pick. Now that you've been in Kansas City, you had a little bit of, of time to spend with Tyree, to spend with obviously some other guys that the Raiders and other teams, of course, are looking at. Was this pick almost written in the stars? It felt like it. You know, we were at a Play 60 event on Wednesday, uh, and it was kind of the final time that the prospects have an opportunity to just kind of let their hair down and relax and just be kids and hang around with the kids at, at the local high school. And they did that. And while I was talking to Tyree, I said, you know, hey, you're a Red Raider right now. There could be a chance that maybe you'll be a Las Vegas Raider tomorrow. And he said, well, actually, it's funny. I was a Raider in high school. I'm a Red Raider now. Then I could be a Raider. And I said, well, it sounds like it's lining up. Sounds like it just makes too much sense. And he said, yeah, it looks, sounds like it makes too much sense. And then we laughed and that was it. And now, you know, here we are. And, and it made all the sense in the world. And like you said, it aligned. And so, uh, yeah, he's been a Raider his whole life. So it's kind of written before he ever knew it. So now he's going to be a Las Vegas Raider. And I think uh, the Raider community and uh, fan base, Raider Nation, should be very excited about the opportunity of their new their new uh, edge rusher in Tyree Wilson. Now just has to sign on that dotted line. Yeah. and cash it all in, right? So the Raiders have 11 more picks. What else do they need to do to make this draft a success? They need to make sure they... Uh continue to address the defense. Corner needs to be a, a, a priority as well. Linebacker needs to be a priority. I think they might need even a couple of linebackers. Um, you know, so that, that that's, again, this, the defense, it's got to be defensive heavy. And at some point, maybe they need to get a quarterback, right? I mean, they have Jimmy G, but we know that Jimmy G is a stopgap guy. So I think that they'll come out of this draft with a quarterback at some point. I'm just not too sure exactly which one it's going to be or when they're going to get him. So uh, that's, that, that's going to be interesting, but it should happen sometime this weekend. All right. Well, Q, well, we, we will let you get back to all of the action in Kansas City. Appreciate all of the insight. For more on, Lock, on the Raiders, you can tune in to Locked on Raiders. For all of the action every day, that's part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Q, go find out everything you need to know in Kansas City because they are calling you. Yes, they right? are. I got to go. <laughs> See you. You got to go. So there you go. There's the conversation. And you can you can hear it at the end when she's saying, all right, we got we to gotta let you go. We can tell that you got to go. And I was, uh, you know, because it was on video. And so I'm up here making uh, faces like, all right, uh, quick, I got to wrap this thing up because I definitely was not going to miss the opportunity to catch up with Tyree. But uh, uh, I think that that was a really good 
uh, thing that we're doing on the, on the Locked On Network, just going ahead and, and talking to all the different hosts and talking about the different players. And, you know, we also had a, a, a live stream going the whole time uh, that was that was really just kind of like a, going along with the, the draft and just uh, all the hosts jumping in uh, as they could to talk about different draft prospects as they were being selected and even before, like, okay, where do you think that this team goes and who makes a trade here? And, I mean, it was it was just – I think it was really well put together. So I got to give a tip of the cap to the Locked On Podcast Network for what they're doing. Uh, it's, it's like it's always I mean, I'm just a small, small piece of the pie. But uh, I'm telling you, all the hosts really put in a lot of work and uh, put everything together. And I just really got to tip the cap to the network for the fine coverage that they did for the 2023 NFL draft, at least the first round. And it's not going to stop there. But that's what I got for you for segment number two of today's show. Coming up in segment number three. Now that round one is in the books. What's next? Well, ESPN's Matt Miller, he put out who his top 10 prospects left were. We'll go over that, tell you how it affects the Raiders, tell you what picks they still have left, and we'll do it after we tell you about Built Bar. And I've been telling you about Built Bar for a very long time, and you go to the website, built.com. You can see all the different selections that they have, and boy, do they have a lot of different selections. Mint brownie puff, snickerdoodle chunk puff, cookies and cream puff, peanut butter brownie balls, coconut coconut brownie strip bar, cookie dough strip bar, peanut butter puff. I mean, anything you can imagine, they basically have, right? Very high in protein, very low in calories, very low in sugar, great snack. Really, it's something that I probably should have with me as I'm here in Kansas City because we're spending all day uh, in this uh, in this media room uh, you know, as the draft goes along, and, and I mean, I got here super early on Thursday morning and didn't leave until su- super late on Thursday evening. So, I mean, it's just one of those where if you're going to be out and about or you're going to be on a road trip or, you know, you're on a walk or a hike or whatever the case may be and you need a little bit of fuel, Built Bars are the way to go. Again, uh, they're good for you, low in calories, low in sugar, high in protein, and more importantly, they taste great. So built.com, promo code locked on 15. It's all one word. It'll help you save 15% off your order when you go to checkout. And there is a flavor and a style for everyone. All you got to do is check it out today. Built.com, promo code locked on 15. Your Locked On Raiders, your daily podcast on the Las Vegas Raiders. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Here we go, Raider Nation. Segment number three of today's Locked On Raiders podcast. Want to talk about what's next. We talked about Tyree Wilson. You heard from Tyree Wilson. Heard from Tyree Wilson's head coach. You know, just talked about uh, what he brings to the table. And, again, I give the double thumbs up. I think that they did a heck of a job starting off the draft with an edge rusher, a guy that can uh, be versatile and play up and down the line of scrimmage. So that's a double thumbs up. But what is next? The draft does not stop after round one, which is something that I've talked about so long in this process. Like, a lot of people just get hell-bent on the first pick, and that's it. Like, the draft is over. You only get one selection. No. <laughs> the Raiders have 11 more picks as of right now. So excited about the opportunity that they have. And really looking at the 11 picks that they have, they pick next at 38. And this is all if there's no trades. 38, 70, 100, 109, 141, 144, 174, 204, 214, 220, and 231. So today you'll see pick 38, pick 70, pick 100. And that's just without any movement. 38, 70, and 100. That's round two and round three and then four will be 109, 141, 144, 174, 204, 214, 220, 231. The rest, right? Everything after uh, pick 100 will be 
on Saturday. So there's still plenty of opportunity for the Raiders to improve this roster and improve the defense. So Matt Miller from ESPN, he's been around for a very long time uh, covering the draft. I remember when he worked at Bleacher Report, I used to have him on my radio show every week when I was in Central Texas. And now he's on ESPN, does a fantastic job. I've had him on the podcast here multiple times. He put out as soon as round one was over, his top 10 players available still on the board. And some of these guys are actually here in Kansas City. Now, I don't know how many of them are going to return to the green room to today on Friday, but they, they're they here, right? They're, they're at the, the Play 60 event. They were in the green room on Thursday, and they very well easily could end up coming back. But uh, there's some really good, talented dudes on the board. Joey Porter Jr., cornerback out of Penn State, he's available. Micah Mayer, tight end out of Notre Dame. Will Levis, the quarterback out of Kentucky. Remember those conversations? He could go number two overall. He's still on the board, still uh, still sitting there, and I don't know who's going to take him. Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee, available. Hedden Hooker, quarterback out of Tennessee, available. Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama. Darnell Washington, tight end out of Georgia. Keon White, defensive end, Georgia Tech. B.J. Ojolari, outside linebacker from LSU, and Trenton Simpson, linebacker out of Clemson. So, okay, so what does that have to do with the the Raiders' queue? Well, I know that the Raiders like Joey Porter Jr. I like him a lot, the cornerback out of Penn State. The only thing I didn't like about him, I wasn't a big fan of, was the fact that he didn't have any ball production, right? I, I, I like guys that have production in school. That's why I was a big fan of Emmanuel Forbes, who, oh, by the way, the uh, Steelers went and got. And they went and got him early, what, 16 overall, I believe? Uh, that was a heck of a, a, a move for them. They they got him way earlier than I expected. But, uh, again, they saw the ball production. They know what he can he bring to the table. And guys that can turn the ball over are very, very valuable. So Forbes goes to, to the Steelers. And Joey Porter Jr., who has Pittsburgh Steelers ties in his father, didn't. And is still sitting in the green room. But I know the Raiders do like him. So I can see uh, the Raiders making a move for him. They're sitting there at number 38. They'd probably have to trade up to go get him. And I'll say this. The Steelers are picking first in, uh, in, in to start the, this day two of the draft. Wouldn't be surprised if they made the move for him then. Come away with Forbes and Porter Jr. That's a heck of a uh, additions or a heck of additions to their defense as far as the cornerback positions go. But that's not the only guy. Uh, Jalen Hyatt, wide receiver out of Tennessee, and I know that the Raiders don't necessarily need a wide receiver, but he's a straight speedster, right? He wouldn't be asked to be uh, you know, a wide receiver one. He'd be asked to be a guy that can stretch the field. I can see him being someone that they're looking at, but also how about his college teammate, Hendon Hooker? He's still back there uh, in the green room, or not in the green room, but uh, still out there available on the board. And coming off that torn ACL, I thought he was going to end up going at the end of round one just because, you know, you want to get that fifth-year option, give him kind of a redshirt year his first year and allow him to sit and learn. But uh, that wasn't the case. He's, uh, you know, he's going to be a a day-two guy, and and that's fine. You know, he's still going to sit and probably learn for a while before he's actually thrown into the fire, especially coming out of that that Josh Heupel system that he has there at Tennessee. But uh, he's a guy that's available. And really, it's funny, if you look at the teams that are in front of the Raiders, and the Raiders are sitting there at number 38, and I was actually checking out uh, Tashawn Reed's tweet that he put out there, kind of a little nugget that he threw out there before uh, round one ended. He said that uh, the teams that are currently ahead of the Raiders at number 38, the Jaguars, Bengals, Saints, Eagles, Chiefs, Steelers, Cardinals, Lions, Colts, Rams, Seahawks, none of those need a quarterback. None of those guys need quarterbacks. So, uh, really, if the Raiders decide that they want to go and add a, a quarterback in this draft, which I do believe that they will at some point, I don't know when, but I do believe that they will, there could be a guy that just drops to them without them making any moves. You know, now that doesn't mean that a team behind them won't jump up there and try to go get uh, a quarterback, but uh, they very well easily could have their option of Will Levis or Hendon Hooker. I would prefer Hendon Hooker. I know some people would prefer Will Levis. I'm not that guy, but. 
we'll see what happens. But both of those guys could end up being right there for the taking at 38 when the Raiders are back on the board uh, sooner rather than later. How about Brian Branch, safety out of Alabama? He's a versatile guy. We know that Dave Ziegler likes versatility. He could be a guy that they're looking at. Darnell Washington, the tight end out of Georgia. I think he's a guy that they could look at as well. I mean, again, with all the picks that they have, they're not going to go to the bat that many times. They can package picks. They can move around. They could be selective with certain guys that they're really keying in on. And look, Darnell Washington is not going to be Darren Waller. He's not going to replace him in his production. But what Waller didn't do very well, Darnell Washington does really well, which is block. Darren Waller did not block very well at all. It just wasn't his thing. I mean, he worked on it, worked on it, worked on it, but he just wasn't able to do it. But what he wasn't able to do there, he was able to make up as a dynamic receiver, right? I mean, he was such a threat as a receiver. He 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 was it was okay with having him on the field. They would just say, you know what, he he ain't got to block because he's just that stinking good. So this staff obviously wants a guy that can block as well, right? And so when they have those runs to the outside, uh, you know, that tight end could seal the seal the edge and 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 open up a a lane for the running back to run. So uh, Darnell Washington is a guy that's basically like a six offensive lineman. I could totally see them looking at him and who knows if he, you know, continues to drop in the second round, maybe the Raiders package a couple of their third round picks to, to move up and, and go get him. I think that they'll address the cornerback position and the quarterback position before they go get a tight end like Darnell Washington. But that doesn't mean that they're not going to, you know, look at him and try to get him. And then the other, the other uh, player on here that really intrigues me is Trenton Simpson. A linebacker out of Clemson, man, I, I think that, and we know that the Raiders definitely need as much linebacker help as they can get. I think Trenton Simpson would be a good addition, right? There's plenty of people that had him even as a first-round guy. He dri- dropped to the second round. Uh, the linebacking class is not real deep, so if you're going to go get one, you might want to go get one you know, sooner rather than later. And if you tell me that the Raiders came out of uh, the first two picks with Tyree Wilson and Trenton Simpson, I think that you're onto something. I think that that defense has all of a sudden you know, got an opportunity to be a lot better than, than what they have been. And, and they still got a long way to go. They still need to go and get a corner. They still need to get a safety as far as I'm concerned. They might need to get a couple corners, really, if you think about it. You know, while it's all said and done, they might want to grab a couple of those guys. But uh, grabbing a guy like Trenton Simpson, uh, I would be okay with that. But that's just the top 10, according to Matt Miller, what's left on the board. There's still plenty of really good talent left on the board for the Raiders to address the defense, the quarterback position, um, the, the you know offensive line. They still need to uh, address the offensive line, uh, get a guy for the right side, and uh, either that's a guard or a tackle or maybe a guy that could be versatile and play multiple positions, uh, similar to what they got with Dylan Parham a year ago in the third round. Uh, but again, when you have 11 picks, you can really be selective and really go get the guys that you desire. So I think that Dave Ziegler is going to have that opportunity. Uh, again, I won't be able to catch up with them until Saturday until the draft is over when I'm back in uh, the Las Vegas area at the Intermountain Healthcare Performance Center. As soon as the draft's over, uh, he'll, him and Josh McDaniels and Champ Kelly or him and Champ Kelly will address the media so we'll get an opportunity to talk to him then. But uh, I think that they're off to a really good start, and I'm excited about what we see on Friday and definitely excited what we see on Saturday as well. So that's going to do it for the show. Raider Nation is going to do it for the week, and we'll be back on Monday talking about the whole draft and what the Raiders were able to do. But again, as of right now, man, two thumbs up for me for Tyree Wilson. I think that that's a really good pick. Raider Nation, if you don't know a lot about him, it's okay. I think he's a good one. I think the Raiders really got a good pick at number seven overall. So that's going to do it. Until Monday, Raider Nation, take care of yourself. Take care of your family. Enjoy the rest of the draft. And most importantly, as always, just win, baby.